Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Your child is having a meltdown, screaming, yelling, kicking, throwing things, not just like, oh, upset, but like a full-blown screaming session meltdown. I will be talking today specifically about toddlers. I do have older kids, but I am going to be talking about a toddler today because I have a two-year-old. She turned two this summer, and as you know, every two-year-old will go through sessions of big, big meltdowns. And I want to help you shift your mindset and perspective how to not feel triggered when your child is having a meltdown. Because yes, there's proactive things that you need to do to support yourself. And I teach about that all the time, but also there's mindset. What do you think in that moment when your child is having a meltdown? What are the thoughts that are feeding your frustration or helping you stay regulated and calm? And that's what we'll be talking about today. My friend, Before we jump into it, I want to let you know the spots are filling up for my one-on-one coaching container for my 12-week coaching program, Calm Christian Mom. So if you feel like you're constantly triggered by your children, you're yelling and screaming, and you're overcome with mom shame and guilt at the end of the day for being the worst mom in the world, you feel like your anger just completely controls you. You feel out of control. Maybe even this evil person takes over you when you feel angry and you do damaging things that are hurting relationship with your loved ones and you're truly ready to start making changes that last. I want to invite you into my 12-week one-on-one coaching container. I have a couple spots left. So if you're interested and you are ready to do whatever it takes to do the hard work, to show up, for your family in a way that's loving and kind, compassionate, understanding, and patient, I want to invite you to book a clarity call with me. The link is below in the show notes, and I cannot wait to connect with you. So today, this happened. I'm recording this the day of when I'm airing it. So this morning, my two-year-old had a really, really hard morning. She was just not having it. She was melting down, throwing things, trying to hit me, um, just complete screaming, very dysregulated. You know what I mean. If you have kids, you know exactly what I mean. Like you can't pick them up. They're kicking and screaming and all the things. So I'll tell you what in the past I used to do with my other kids, my especially my older two, because I didn't know any better. I would scream back at them. I would threaten them with spanking. I would even spank them out of anger and frustration. I would 
physically want to restrain them and hurt them, I would shut their mouth with my hand and hold it tight so they would stop screaming. I would feel embarrassed if somebody saw my toddler screaming like that, especially in public, and I would do whatever it took to get my toddler to just stop screaming because it just felt so uncomfortable. I could not handle that big emotional explosion they were having. Overall, I just felt really triggered by that big emotion. I felt very uncomfortable and I thought my job is to stop. They have to listen to me. They have to obey and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make them to stop. Now I see things differently because of what I learned in the past several years. And this is the kind of work I teach you in my coaching program, reframing your mindset, understanding the way our brain is wired and when a human It could be a toddler or it could be you as an adult gets to that point where you're physically throwing things when you're kicking and screaming and you're completely losing your mind in a sense, right? You are having literally an emotional breakdown. And when you're experiencing that, the part of the brain that helps you think logically, problem solve, learn new skills that helps you emotionally regulate is completely offline. There's no access to it in that point. And you are in your survival part of the brain. And the survival part of the brain is fight, flight, or freeze. And when you're screaming and yelling and throwing things and hurting others or wanting to hurt others, you are into the fight mode. You just project everything at others. Here's the thing, the perspective shift I had to make with kids. They're doing the best they can. They literally do not know how to handle their emotions. It's this big feeling that takes over them, this anger, frustration. They're not getting things their own way because what you want things your own way, so does your toddler. We all have our own will, right? And is it a good thing necessarily what they want? No. And as a parent, you should set set limits because you're in charge. You're in control of them. You got to keep them safe. They don't know any better, yet they feel out of control because they're not getting their own way. They're feeling frustrated. They're feeling angry. This humongous feeling is taking over them and they literally do not know how to manage it. So how does it come out? It just flies out of them and screaming and kicking and trying to throw things. Just like when you are experiencing mom rage, you feel out of control and you're doing things that are irrational. Same thing for your toddler. You are a grown adult who has a hard time oftentimes regulating your own emotions and you're feeling out of control and you feel so triggered yet oftentimes as parents what do we do we're expecting our two-year-old to be mature and handle their emotions somehow correctly and in a mature god-honoring way and then we punish them for it and we're doing the complete opposite ourselves do you see the logic in this your two-year-old has no idea how to emotionally regulate, especially if they were never modeled or taught how to do that. But even if they were, their brain is not developed to be able to access those skills. And even as they're getting developed, when they're in that rage episode or full-blown meltdown, they cannot even access that part of the brain that helps them emotionally regulate. So they're completely dysregulated. Yet you're expecting 
your two-year-old to come up to you and be like, "Hey, mom, I'm so frustrated. You said no to cartoons right now. I really wish I could watch these cartoons, and now I'm gonna throw a tantrum because I'm so frustrated." And I feel so mad. Whatever it is, like you know what I mean. You're never gonna have a two-year-old that will do that to you. Why? Because they don't know how to do that. They're not mature enough. That is so unrealistic for a little kid. And what leads them to it? Oftentimes, they're tired. Maybe they're not feeling well. Maybe they are getting sick. Maybe they're hungry. Maybe they were watching too much screen time. Maybe they just woke up in a bad mood and they're grumpy, just like you do sometimes. Who knows what the reason is? There's always a reason underneath. We can't really always know. Sometimes, yeah, they're just not getting their own way, and that is normal for a toddler to have a meltdown because they're not going to maturely communicate with you. So here's the perspective shift I had to make that really helped me feel. Not frustrated at all, actually. When she's throwing a tantrum, unless I'm in a bad place myself and I'm like hormonal or having a bad day and I'm rushing and all the things, then yes, I feel frustrated because it's in my head. Oh, she's inconveniencing me. Her meltdown's inconveniencing. But that perspective shift I had to make is: I have a good kid who's having a hard time, and I taught this to you before. When you are having a hard moment. And you just lost your cool at your kids, and you're consumed with mom shame and guilt. One of the perspective shifts that you need to tell yourself is, "I'm a good mom who's having a hard time. I'm a good mom who's having a hard time." Your child is doing their best in that moment. They're literally doing their best. They don't know how to handle things differently. They were, first of all, probably never taught, or even taught in a moment of when they're having a meltdown. The time their brain is completely shut off, the part of the brain that helps them learn. But the point is, they're just struggling and they're having a hard time, and they don't know how to do better. In that moment, they literally don't know how to do better. And so, having that mindset perspective, when my child is melting down and having a full blown meltdown, I would literally just sit next to her and let her do it. And internally, I'm telling myself, I have a good kid. Who's having a hard time? I have a good kid who's having a hard time. I'm here to help her. And what did I do? As I'm sitting there next to her, well, I first brought her into her room so she wouldn't be tossing anything around the house and throwing anything. Because when she's mad, you know, toddlers wanna, or even kids, even you, you wanna pick up and throw things. You have this energy that you want to release of anger and frustration. So she wanted to pick up our little dog Fluffy, who is a little Pomeranian. She wants to kick him when she's mad. So I had to remove her and take her to her room. And I sat on the floor by the door so she wouldn't get out. And she kept on screaming and yelling and kicking. And I would just let her do it. I did not try to get her out of it. I would just let her release All that anger, emotion, meltdown, whatever you call emotional turmoil, I just let it her release it. When she came up to me and tried to hurt me, I would just stop her hands and won't let her do it. But she just kept on wanting to hurt me, and I would just protect myself. And during that whole time, I would take deep breaths, remind myself I have a good kid who's having a hard time, and then I would also start singing a song. If you ever heard of the song "You Are My Sunshine, My Only Sunshine," you make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. So that is a song I was singing to her since she was a newborn, and I was just singing that song 
over and over again. And I would keep taking deep breaths and regulating myself. So I would stay regulated and calm. But what helped me in that moment is to remind myself, had that perspective, I have a good kid who's having a hard time. I have a good kid who's having a hard time. I have a good toddler. She's just having a hard time. And my job as a mom is to create space for her, not shut down her feelings and be there for her. Is this hard? Yes. Did I get here overnight? I did not. Did this take lots of practice and lots of opportunities of practice? Yes, it did. What I can also tell you is when I'm struggling and when I'm in a bad place, when I'm unsupported, when I'm running an empty, when I'm rushing, when my needs are unmet, then it's really hard to be there for your kid. So when you're in a bad place and you find yourself constantly being triggered by your children's emotions, that's because you're struggling. Also, your mindset. What are you thinking in that moment? Those two things really, really matter because your thoughts affect your feelings and your feelings affect your actions. So if you're thinking, my toddler is doing this on purpose. She's trying to make my day miserable. She is just a bad kid who is just being naughty right now. What does that make you feel? Frustrated, agitated, bitter, resentful, angry, rage. And how do you respond or react in that moment? not so godly, right? So I want you to have this perspective shift next time you have a child who's having a meltdown and you're noticing that this frustration is starting to build up in you and you're getting so frustrated by their meltdown and their screaming and yelling. If they are physically safe, Your job is to first keep them physically safe. And I will link an episode below that I did an interview with Dr. Hillary where we talked about kids and anger and what we do as parents in that moment. It's going to be really helpful for you. Why it feels hard for us, why it feels threatening for us, and what can we do. But And she'll walk you through that. And I think you'll find it super, super helpful. But the point is, is that your job is to keep them safe And your job as a parent is to be that safe person for them, be that regulation for them, be that mom who's steady, who's positive, who's nurturing, who's compassionate, be that mom who's responsive, grounded, intentional, that mom who's patient and kind and available and understanding, that mom who's present and engaged and safe, that mom who is soothing, that mom who's gentle, that mom who's loving, that mom who is soft, that mom who's emotionally stable. Your job is to be that mom for your child. And if you're struggling to be that mom, and if you're constantly agitated, and you're the one who's exploding at your kids, and then you're expecting them to be mature and emotionally mature with their own emotions, I would invite you to book a clarity call with me. There's a link in the show notes. This is literally the best thing you can do for yourself and your family right now is to book that clarity call. On that call, I will listen to you and where you are at right now. It's completely free. We will come up with a plan. What is your next step? 
of going forward. And if I feel like my coaching container is a good fit for you, I will invite you into my coaching container. And if not, that is okay. And I will guide you into the right direction. I am inviting moms who are ready to commit, who are ready to do the work that is required to start changing your thinking patterns, to start supporting yourself proactively, to start taking action and not just react in ways that are sinful and hurtful. My friend, if this is calling your name, book a clarity call below. I'm excited to connect with you and talk to you soon. Until next time. Hi friend, did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.